You're listening to Welcome back to First of All, a podcast and a real unfiltered conversation on family, career, love, and modern culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang. Thank you so much for joining us for episode nine. And by us, I mean me and my featured guest, Jeff Chen. Hi, Jeff. Hey. Uh, Jeff is a really great friend of mine through the nonprofit organization that I run called Collaboration, where we discover, elevate, and connect Asian American artists. Um, Jeff is based in Houston, Texas. H-Town. H-Town. And he's also an incredibly talented DJ, and I'm waiting for him to move to L.A. (laughs) Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Go to the Grammys. Uh, we've, been, oh, yeah. we've been talking about it for like seven years now. No big deal. Um, and we've gone to lots of festivals. So we've been plotting for quite a while. So just letting you know, we're manifesting that by putting it on this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but on top of being a, a really great friend, a great person, a great DJ, um, Jeff is also, like I mentioned, uh, based in Houston, Texas. And that's our feature topic for this week. Uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, I do a feature topic each week. And depending on uh, time and mood, I do an IMO segment called In my opinion, where my guest and I give advice on a specific question um, given by one of the listeners. And so this week we will have the IMO segment. It's returning. So excited to get Jeff's advice on said topic that we'll go into later on. Mm. But let's dive right into the feature topic, which is Hurricane Harvey. And uh, I've been keeping up with Jeff's social media and there's been a lot happening, obviously, during the storm and now in the aftermath. And I just wanted to be able to hear the stories directly from people on the ground in Houston and um, what's been happening. There's been lots of acts of heroism and it's really, really, um, you know, it's just like one of the most, what is one of the biggest natural disasters in our country's history, right? So it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It takes, I think I just wanted to take a second to acknowledge everything that's happening there. So thank you, Jeff, for taking time to talk with me about this. Yeah, no problem. Um, and you're you're in the middle of working, right? You're just telling me how much you're working kind of around the clock right now. Can you get everybody listening up to speed on what it is that you do? Uh, well, currently, uh, I work at the power utility. So um, right now, uh, we're doing uh, well, I'm my my department is doing emergency disconnects for people uh, that have, uh, I guess, high water in their homes, like up to the electric sockets and everything. Um, so, uh, for safety reasons, like they're trying to get back in there or first responders are trying to get in there, didn't want to get, you know, shocked or electrocuted. And, um, yeah, so I'm just doing emergency disconnects right now for, uh, houses that are flooded. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I say that's, I don't know. That's like a really, that's a really heroic thing to be doing. You're saving lives by really, I mean, that's. That's- I don't really consider like me, like my friends have done, you know, I actually want to be out there on the front lines, pulling people from houses and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, my responsibility is this and I have to do this, um, you know, cause that's my job as a first responder for emergency protocol at my job. 
Yeah. Uh, this is what I got to do. But I really want to be out there with like my friends that are out there pulling people um, from their houses, you know, volunteering, anything like that. Well, I want to be that at least one of the voices that thanks you because I think what it, I, I totally get where you're coming from and I probably feel the same way. But what you you are doing something really important for you know everybody's safety and for the for the community right now and it's just crazy because at at the beginning like how can you just kind of take us back to the start because everyone was like I'm, i was in houston earlier this month with you yeah, we were kicking yeah. it a few weeks ago and well no it's september now excuse me um one month ago pretty much exactly one month ago i was hanging well, out it was the there. end of august going into september kind of so yeah was, yeah yeah and and like you guys i started seeing the facebook posts from all of our different houston friends like you know, I I saw that the the grocery stores that you know all the water supplies were gone. Like people were just wiping things out and hunkering down for this hurricane. Like, how long did y'all know about this? I love it when I talk to Texas friends. I start using <laughs> y'all, but how y'all. y'all start preparing for this? Like, what was the procedure and the protocol with all of that? Um, well, these come pretty quick. It's it's um, well, we get a lot of like hurricane possibilities. And I guess a lot of people just kind of don't worry about it until like it starts getting a lot more prominent in news and everything like that. So uh-huh. I want to say um, the first pr- uh, mention of it was on maybe uh, that Monday, I think. Okay. Um, or maybe like the weekend before talking about the hurricane. So Max, like a week lead up. Uh, around there is when, you know, war starts getting around that, you know, there's a possibility of a hurricane, but, um, you know, one starts really, I guess, well, except for, you know, the really people, I guess, that, um, have maybe been through it before. Like, uh, when we had Ike, it was pretty bad. And that was like one of the first bad ones, really bad ones we had in a while. And after that, you know, a lot of people start preparing for hurricanes more because they realized what it could do. Uh, this one... Um, Ike was maybe 10 years ago, I think. So it's been a decade. So some people kind of forgot what it's like um, for like hurricanes when they hit us, like like strong ones. So um, I mean, I would say when they mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Uh, I would say like when it was projected to hit on Friday night, I think it was maybe like Wednesday night when everybody started getting in gear. Like, okay, maybe we need to prep and get you know, uh, all the stuff we need for the hurricane. If you see, like, the gas station lines and, you know, all the water started uh, to be bought up uh, at the grocery stores and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just, so, I can't even imagine. Like, that's, I mean, in, in California, everybody knows, you know, we're, we're earthquake earthquake country yes but yes that and that even that i think including myself knock on wood we're like horribly unprepared for that even though they've been speculating for a long time that xyz is going to happen so like yeah. i've never experienced a hurricane and i just get anxiety hearing about this from your end because <laughs> like yeah. you, you don't like you, they're speculating on magnitude and they're giving you timelines probably right like how many days it's going to last and if y'all have done yeah, it. well, for y'all, it's a uh, magnitude for earthquakes, and I guess it's over for y'all in like what maybe a minute or two, and that's yeah, it's yeah, done, right? Yeah. For us, uh, we go by categories, so they they let you know like, okay, we expect this to be a category, you know, three, four, five, or whatever, 
And four is what this one was, and this is actually what Ike was as well. So four is when people start, you know, like getting, getting kind of worried about it. Three is, is can be bad as well. Um, but uh, yeah, usually fours and the alarm is like, oh, okay, we really need to like, you know, get, get ready for this and stuff. And sometimes, you know, hurricanes in the Gulf will be like a four. And then when they hit land, they'll go down to a three or like, you know, three down yeah. to a two. Like they, they'll lose, you know, a little bit of power when they hit land. Um, but I would say actually the majority of, of, I guess the damage is really the rain, like uh, during the hurricane, um, and then you know the days afterwards. Like this one was the craziest rain ever. I'm, you know, and you know, uh, I think I posted a, a time lapse video of one of our um, bayous and how fast it filled up, like over the amount of days, and it's insane. Like if you watch that video, um, is it on your this Instagram? Is just, um, <laughs> Uh, I posted it on my Facebook today, I think, but yeah, this is like unprecedented rain. Like we've never had this much and it, you know, it go that high. It's, 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 it's a record breaking and yeah, it's nobody was really prepared for it to be that much because we've had like, uh, floods and stuff like that, like recently in in Houston and it was, it's bad, but like nowhere near this bad. This is like maybe like four or five times uh, worse than our worst flood lately. So it's pretty crazy. It is crazy because when I was in Houston a month ago and I, I had my little rental car and I was driving around in Houston, there were all of a sudden like a flash torrential downpour. That was the first yeah. time I had experienced that in Texas because I've been there when it's rained, but it, it was never that intense. And it was yeah. like during the middle of the day, there was lightning and thunder and I was just so terrified, Jeff. I was like... I don't know how to drive in this because <laughs> yeah. it was coming down so hard and it was matter. I think it was less than 10 minutes. You know what I mean? But in that yeah. 10 minutes, I couldn't see, I couldn't like, I could, even the, the windshield wipers were going at full yeah. blast and like, I yeah. was terrified. I was like, how fast am I going to not be able to drive? Cause I was going yeah. really slow too. So man. Well, you don't really get much rain in uh, California, right? I mean, we do. We get rain in. I grew up in the Bay, and we have. Honestly, to me, the Bay does have four seasons. It's just not as intense, and it doesn't get as mm. cold. But like, we get rain in the winter time, and um, occasionally in the summer, a little bit here and there, like in San Francisco. But it's mm. we get weather, we get rain, and then this last winter we had more rain than we've had in a really long time because we've been in a major drought here oh yeah so that was actually helpful for us but the the again it's kind of like the magnitude at which is coming down because we want we want you want like moderate <laughs> amounts of rain over a long period yes, of time yes you do you do but, but like not you know what you're once. saying like 10 10 you were scared about 10 minutes of right. hard rain right right imagine that here during hurricane imagine that being two days i know, you know? It was crazy. So, yeah. But I mean, it looked I've, like, I'm just yeah. saying, it looked like you're trying to have a good time because I saw your social media and you're like having your hurricane. What, what <laughs> That's what we call it. Yeah. When it's, you know, you're, you're locked in or, you know, you can't really go anywhere because of the hurricane, you know, we, we just call it a hurricane. Like, um, uh, what you call it? Um, I actually just got, uh, for the first time, I guess, flash flooded this hurricane. I've never been out when it's happened. Well, almost once, but this time it actually happened to me and it was pretty nuts. Like I was, um, well, it was slated to hit what Friday. And then when Friday hit, we were having, I guess, you know, our hurricane party just kind of locked in, just, you know, hang out with friends and stuff like that. And it didn't, you know, we we're outside in the yard and like, it wasn't that bad. So we're like, okay, maybe it's just 
you know, the news is like hyping it up and stuff like that. So we're like, okay. So the next day, um, Saturday, you know, we're like, okay, this hurricane's supposed to be like, no, three, four days. So we're like, okay, the first day wasn't bad. So I guess we'll just go on as usual and, you know, whatever. And then that night, um, we we're at a friend's house trying to watch the Pacquiao fight. I'm sorry, not Pacquiao, Mayweather, uh, um, and Connor fight. Yeah. And then I guess it started coming down. We're like, oh crap, you know, so, uh, I had to go pick up my roommate and then, uh, so I left, um, to go pick him up and, uh, I was just driving and then all of a sudden I was in water. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, you I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to lose my car. You know, like, cause my, I felt my car start slowing down yeah. and I was like, oh, oh my God. So I, I like, um, I, I, I floored it, you know, to get through and then uh, there's a sidewalk. So I just drove up onto the sidewalk, like, and then yeah, I, I, I just had to be on the sidewalk and I got out. I was like, what the hell just happened? And I looked around, it's like a river around me. That street was totally flooded. And like, thank God, you know, I was that close enough to the sidewalk to bump up there and just, you know, drive on there. Otherwise, you know, my car would have been gone. And what kind of so, car do you have again? Because you don't, it's not like you have like a, an SUV. Well, I have a semi low, I have an Accord 08. So it's like a little bit lower uh-huh. than, you know, the, uh, the average car. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it just was like crazy it, it's if i would have you know i felt like if i would have been in the water maybe another i don't know maybe like a couple of 10 15 seconds i would have lost my car that would it was it would have died water would have gotten the engine and that would have been it so you know i just yeah look at that sidewalk because right there i just you know i don't usually drive on sidewalks but <laughs> i mean but when I the time like, calls oh, crap, so you I gotta go drive, do it yeah yeah when yeah when That's the occasion crazy. comes up, you know, so I was just sitting there and then uh, my roommate like runs down the street like, oh, man, you know, and and we're both like standing in like, I think, up to our shin, like level water in the street. So I was like, oh, what, you know, That's- this is crazy. And then uh, we're like, he's like, we got to, you know, get back, you know, or get home or what, because I guess he had a leak in the house. And then um, uh, what she called. So we found a semi, I guess, maybe it was only maybe four inches uh, deep on uh, area of the street. So I backed up the car on the sidewalk, drove through that four inch thing and drove up on the other sidewalk on the other side and drove back to a main road that wasn't flooded to get back to the house. Oh my God. And then, um, yeah, it was pretty nuts, but then we get, we're almost there and then it's flooded in. So we're like, you know, we can't, we can't go, you know? So, um, uh, he, he, uh, got out and went on foot to get back to the house. And then I backed up and tried to, uh, to go back to my other friend's house, which was clear and, you know, go there and wait it out. But then, um, uh, I guess it stopped raining for a little bit and I was like, Oh, okay, wait. And then, uh, it went down, it drained a little bit. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and get back home then. So I, I was going back the same route and then I saw some cars, you know, kind of go through it, like higher cars, like SUVs and stuff like that trucks go through it. And I was like, Hmm, I think I can get through it now if it drains just a little bit more. So I waited for it to drain a little bit more. And then I just said, okay, I'm going to punch it. So I punched it and went like, I want to say maybe like 40, 40 miles an hour and just boom, like went, went through like <laughs> the, uh, the little flooded area and just like went through it. And uh, I got back to the, to the crib and stuff. And man, it was nuts. Cause uh, you know, I've never, yeah, I haven't really had been, been out there during these crazy situations yet. I'm always been lucky enough to be indoors and like, just not out there. But then I wake up the next morning and then I go out the door to check out what's going on. And I look to the left and my neighbor is kayaking through our neighborhood. I'm like, oh my what the? Goodness. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that one yeah i posted that one on my instagram and like yeah Yeah, i saw that's what i saw that video i mean like that's the craziest thing to wake up to right yeah like hey george i don't know like no 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 it was really funny because like i I turned i look and i'm like oh what the and i I, you take my phone to take a video and he looks at me like smiles and like keeps on going i'm like what the and then i walk down to the end of the street and then his wife comes out of uh, his uh his house and like he's down the street and he's like hey time for lunch he's like okay <laughs> he turns back around <laughs> and climbs back to the house I'm like, <laughs> so he's going for like a joy ride well i mean see this is this is why i want to hear direct because like i don't know how that i it's just maybe it's just like surreal you know what i mean like like this really yeah. happened like our whole city's underwater and you know and that's like that, that's this crisis right now that everyone's watching and i don't know that honestly that helps make it feel a little bit better because that that's what i uh, want to fixate on with this is like, yeah, I it's, mean, you, you it's gotta, a, you know, people gotta stay positive. And, yeah, you gotta be positive and you know, find the good in it. Like, if you know, in times like these where it's like crazy things are happening, I mean, people, people are losing their houses. My friends, a lot of my friends lost their houses in this and stuff, but they're still just you know, trying to be positive about it and you know, concentrating on like, you know, it's not possessions you know that are the most important thing it's you know the people yeah. your family and stuff like that and yeah. you know lot, like they're all safe thank god they lost their you know housing stuff but they're safe so they're concentrating on that and that's you know it's it's so yeah and even friends that got flooded and are salvaging their houses now you know i i want to be out there helping him and stuff and yeah but you know i i have to work because you know for that's what i have to do for you know my company and stuff um and you're helping people yeah. like that's a real thing and that's like what's baffling to me like as a spectator just like how in light of all this craziness with all the weather and stuff that you know that the um cell towers even like continue to work and that you know you guys still maintain electricity and things like that like again i haven't dealt with this kind of a natural disaster so i in my in my fear my fearful state you know i would think that like okay i gotta be ready to go on complete blackout like who knows right like in a yeah, hurricane no, that intense, yeah you you're do, gonna, you like, do. like hurricanes connection. you never know like this one was actually um, a lot of people did not lose power, and that was actually uh, a really good thing about this this um, hurricane. That power was uh, I, I ten years ago, like it was wide wide area power blackout and stuff. This one wasn't as much. It was mainly the flooding right. that was uh, the main factor of this one. But yeah, like we had power. I don't think I don't think we lost power at any time um, due to through the hurricane. I mean, I have friends that lost power for maybe like an hour or something like that and he came back for the rest of the hurricane. That's but, like my I mean, there were boy. some that lost it for like, you know, a day or two. Yeah. Well, it seems like, so like in the aftermath, kind of like bringing it to present day, um, a, I'm so glad you're safe, Jeff, and I'm glad that, you know, that people all, that there was, there were no, like, there was no yeah. injuries and that people yeah. are safe. And that, But that that's a lot to be dealing with. And um, I mean, the positive side, it seems like everybody's not everybody, but a lot of people are really stepping up and really, I don't know, just like the photos that I see, it really like pulls at my heartstrings. And I want that to be something that we emphasize is that people are really going out there physically, you know, the people who are not there physically, obviously, you're sending money and supplies and whatnot, but people are like out there helping one another. Like you're saying, it's it's so beautiful to see, you know, like the community 
the whole state, like all my friends from Dallas, Austin, like, you know, what can I do? You know, like, how can I help? You know, they're, they're getting, you know, supplies and driving down here. And, you know, I have friends that are, uh, you know, uh, cops that are out there on the front line, you know, grabbing people. And I have friends that are just like fishermen that have boats going out there grabbing people. It's, it's wow. you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing to see this, you know, like I never seen our, you know, our city mobilized like this. It's, it's, it's really touching, you know, I gotta say, cause, um, I guess, um, you know, I guess just seeing all the aspects of it, like, you know, people that, you know, have lost everything and then also just the amount of people that want to help. And it's, it's a very, I guess, emotional time for our city. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it actually has been, um, there have been, a, I think we're, we have like a, uh, a death count, I guess, of 40 something so far. It's, it's, it's pretty sad. Like there's some, um, there's some, uh, you know, really sad stories of like, you know, mothers that were trying to save their children. And then, you know, um, I guess, uh, it, it got flooded and then the mom died and then they rescued the kid that was hanging on to the mom. And then, uh, there's first responders that tried to get people in boats that saved, save some people and then like uh you know they they ended up perishing like because of the crazy like uh current and their boats flipped and it's Damn. it's a, there's there's a lot of you know sadness in in this um hurricane i mean you know, water is no to, joke man because you're saying huh? like how quickly that the water you know it's it's a powerful force you know what i mean that's not something you just play with and and like i was at the the beach this past weekend i'm sorry i just feel like so freaking like i'm like <laughs> you guys are dealing with a flood i was at the beach you know like labor day weekend but yeah. even like going in the because we're dealing with the heat wave right now and so i was like i just need to be at the water and i was at the water playing you know in the surf and like Honestly, I thought of you guys because I was like, this, <laughs> this water like is powerful. Like oh, that's yeah. why I was worried about these children. We're playing in the water like, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like so terrible. Excuse me, but it, it definitely did make me think of like people, kind of on the grander scheme. I'm, you know, you know me. I'm like mama. Like I, I'm, I have mom tendencies, and it just makes me really worried because, <laughs> you know, what can we do to deal with this kind of thing moving forward? I mean, there's a lot of cleanup that's got to hand happen yeah. right now right property yeah. is damaged you got all this water i don't even know how the city was prepared or not prepared to deal with that with draining it or like you know how do you get yeah. back to like what you were before it's going to be a long road to recovery right it is it is i mean this this is something that's you know i guess so much more than we ever thought that would happen so um yes so many areas that did flood before got flooded and it's just people weren't ready for that, I guess, because we've had bad floods before and never, you know, got this bad. So they were like, okay, I'll be okay if I'm just at home and not out there, you know? Right. And a lot of people just didn't realize till the, the water's like almost up to their, you know, porch. And they're like, oh my God, you know, this is still coming. You know, the rain's not going to stop for another 12 hours. So my house is going to get flooded. So that's when people started, you know, panicking and like uh, calling um, um, to get rescued. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just, it was just crazy because so many people weren't prepared for that. And that's why, you know, the police and the firemen and everything weren't ready for this because they, it was such a mass rescue effort for so many people, you know, yeah. so we had to call, you know, the National Guard, Coast Guard, 
uh, we have a group from Louisiana called uh, the Cajun Navy that came and uh, saved us as, as well. And that was really touching, too, because they went through it, you know, for Katrina. Wow. And then, um, yeah, like it's that's one of the most, I guess, uh, touching things I've seen. Like it's I, I'll admit it's, it's it's brought like a tear to my eye. Just like uh, seeing so, so many people that are coming down here, like just rushing down here to help us. And, you know, they're just strangers. They just want to help. And I, I, I was watching like um uh the news the other day and we had cops come down from uh fort worth san antonio and it was like probably like a hundred cars came down and they were like you know we're ready to relieve the officers that have been working since this happened because my friends that are cops they're they they were working tirelessly like you know they they didn't even know if their homes were okay their families and stuff like that so they just started you know rescuing people and yeah like yeah, th- those those are the real heroes, man. Like people that just you know go out there, and you know even though they don't know their own situation at home and stuff like that, they didn't go home for like maybe I don't know like four days. You know, right when it hit, wow. they just went you know, to work like nonstop, twenty four seven. You know, <sighs> and just they're in there just you know pulling people out, and then it was crazy because um, they actually on the news they're saying. Yeah, if you could please donate, you know, un- uh, under undershirts, underwear, or socks to the police and first responders, they they ran out because basically, they you know would go in there and then just like um, when they couldn't have anymore, they just had to discard their socks and everything like that because you know that water is is you know pretty dirty. It's like it's bacteria water. filled water, yeah. you know, chemical filled water. So it's like it's pretty crazy in there. So I actually you know you know I was working, so I can't go out there. So I went went into uh my closet and I, I got all all my socks except for maybe like two weeks worth and i gave you know i went to my local police station and i, and I gave it to them and they were yeah i guess they were just like wow you know thanks you know because i gave them like a i had a i had quite a bit of socks so i guess because you are a shoe collector cool. side note about jeff that people know that <laughs> i know about him because he likes to he's he loves his kicks so i imagine you got a lot of socks <laughs> to go with them but that's that's yeah, really got- incredible <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you do what you can, you know, like so much, you know, um, is going on. Like all my friends, like most of them are out volunteering at shelters, donating food, um, driving, driving to places like from Dallas, Austin, driving down here, driving to Beaumont, driving to places like Rockport that were here even harder. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's doing something. And that's a beautiful thing that I try to focus on is just seeing how how um, amazing, you know, my friends are and stuff like watching, you know, Facebook feeds and everybody out there doing stuff it's like 70 70 percent of my feed like you know friends out there and, uh you know doing stuff to you know help the situation like whether it's um going out there um to you know uh, volunteer at shelters or actually help people um um clear out their houses after it's been flooded because it's a it's a whole ordeal once your house gets flooded you have to do so much stuff yeah. like to salvage the house. So I can't it's, even imagine. it's, it's a crazy situation. I, I want to take a second. Cause actually um, I'm learning a lot about this whole thing, obviously. Um, Cause we've, this is not America's first natural disaster or anything like that. But my little brother, um, he got an internship in LA, which I was super, super excited about because I haven't been in the same city as my little brother in a really long time. But uh, he got, mm. he got a, he got an internship at a organization called Team Rubicon. So because of that, I learned about all this this organization, which is a nonprofit that was started by two Marines in light of 
the Haiti earthquake. And this, it's actually a, an organization that held, has volunteers who are military vets. So it's military vets who volunteer for Team mm. Recon and they assist first responders in natural disasters. So like I learned about yeah. this a few months ago when my little brother got the internship and like they're doing a lot of work out there in Houston as well or in, in Texas because these are military vets who have special training. They are often able to do, you know, specific yeah. tasks and uh, assist in ways that a lot of, you know, regular civilians aren't trained to do because it might be too dangerous. Yeah. Um, so yeah. my little brother's actually maybe going to be out there with you pretty soon. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, man. It's it's every it's crazy. It's everybody's like here and that's what's so amazing. Like I drove past like the mall like the other day and that's like an emergency op station, I guess. So I saw like um army like Humvees, um uh uh I think some of the Cajun Navy from Louisiana, um, you know, police everywhere from all different cities and it's it's yeah, it's it's just great to see how many people are, you know, coming here to help you know and it's yeah like that's that's really that's that's just showing how like i guess everybody's you know houston strong texas strong and it you really see you know that's that's the best way to describe it you know once you see like people that drove down immediately when like okay you know people need help down there you know i'm coming down you know and it's like the same it's the same mentality here too you know like if, if that happened to anybody else our you know our houstonians here would go there as well if it happened in dallas or like that like I remember like uh, one of my police friends um, when they had that, like um, that shooting in Dallas uh, where they were shooting the officers, mm -hmm. he was like, I need to go up there right now. Oh my God. You know, like I, I need to go, but you know, he had a chance he couldn't go, but he really wanted to go immediately to go help his you know brothers and blue up there, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, it's the same mentality here. Like if it happened anywhere else, you know, Houston, we'd be on it. We'd be out there to help them as well. So it's great to see like, you know, like they're just like us. I hope that uh, this is also a point of solidarity for Americans in general. And there's, I'm sure there's people all over the world watching this and, but especially in yeah. America, you know, like we're a huge country and there's a lot of state pride and whatnot, but I think there's a lot of concern coming from all corners. And uh, yeah. one of the things I wanted to take this opportunity for this little podcast to be, you know, a, a beacon of hope in a way, as much as I can, just to hear again, directly what's happening on the ground there, but specifically what we can do to help because for a lot of you know donation requests and whatnot obviously the money goes towards really good things but then people can get mm -hmm. kind of worried about like is this helping the the efforts yeah, directly yeah. and like even that thing that you were mentioning which with like the undershirts and the socks like that's dope like i for some reason you know there's different ways that people want to be able to contribute so mm -hmm. i mean definitely in my podcast link i'll share you know on my instagram my twitter i'll share links because i know that people have been sharing um different lists of resources or ways that people can help out but just Jeff, mm -hmm. do you really quickly have any specific things um, on top of the whole undershirt and socks thing, um, which we'll find the link and we'll we'll get my little uh, enclave of listeners to be able to do? Is there anything else specific that you think would be really helpful for people that are not in the direct area? Well, I think the whole like, um, well, as far as police needing the uh, undershirts and everything, I think they actually said they were okay now. They had enough donations. People donated immediately and oh, it was like overwhelming good. amount they got. Yeah, so they're fine. But I think the people in shelters now are the ones that need those items. And that's a, um, one thing that is, uh, I guess, uh, really needed is, um, is, I guess, people are, I, you know, there was an article on this the other day too, like people are, you know, you know, out of the goods of the heart are donating things, but you know, you got to realize that, you know, if 
you got to imagine if you, you know, were stranded and just pull out of your house, like immediately without anything, you got to think about like, what would you need? You know, like people are donating like teddy bears and like, like, I guess some people donate like laundry and stuff like that. It was like, you know what? You don't really need that in this, you know, time, mm-hmm. in this time, you need like socks or like, you know, uh, antibiotic, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, it's just things like you, you would just think about what you would need if you had to suddenly run out of your home and didn't have anything, you know? So like clothing, um toiletries and a good thing i guess uh yeah toiletries and um yeah it's just you gotta you gotta think about that when you're donating in a way and i guess it's a good thing that you know there's so many um i guess people donating stuff but the thing is with um them donating stuff that isn't necessary i guess like it's giving or it's taking the volunteers that are sorting through them a little bit more time uh sorting through unnecessary things to find the stuff they need so that's one thing to think about when donating um I would say, uh, you know, of course, money is always helpful. And the only one that I, I guess, would definitely say is is um, is the one you should go uh, donate to is probably uh, JJ Watts, um, uh, UCARE um, campaign, I believe. And that one, uh, I think, is for sure, like, mo- most of it is going to, or if not all of it, is going to uh, the people that need it here in Houston. So that's so send me probably that the link. one I would endorse. Send me that link. Well, I also know there's a number of GoFundMe, but uh, GoFundMe links, yeah. and I'm not trying to take away anything because I just did a GoFundMe campaign for my friend Irene, who just passed away a couple weeks ago, mm. um, for her funeral mm. and costs. But like, there are costs that incur when you donate to those websites. So just be aware mm. that sometimes you know every platform takes a cut of it. So like yeah. the same thing. That's why I was like concerned, like, OK, how much if I donate to Red Cross is going to go to uh, again, I know overhead and they have their staff and stuff. But just kind of being aware yeah. of those different things that there, there are options and you find the one that you feel most compelled to, to give to um, just, you know, the more, you know, shooting star. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good thing that people are so, you know, I guess, aware of this now, you know, like to, to maybe check and, and make sure what you know they're giving to is really giving to what it needs to and stuff so it's it's a good thing that you know everybody's so aware now or as the kids say they're woke yeah, <laughs> i guess woke. you know so everybody's a lot yeah everybody's you know very um um i guess i don't know what the word would be um conscious vigilant on making sure that they are you know accomplishing what they want to you know for trying sure. to accomplish i guess and that's what that's 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 for real because like in all these efforts there has to be transparency and you want to have people be accountable and that it's going to the right place so i'm all exactly, about that exactly and i applaud you jeff i know like i hear this from my brothers especially because they are very like hands-on they want to be out there helping people directly but i just want to remind mm. you like you're doing really good work and appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about this because we want to let people know what's going on and that you know if it were any one of us in any one of our respective cities and states going through a crisis like this like so sudden and so drastic and more intense than anybody had expected you know we'd all yeah. want to be able to to help out and like receive help too you know what i mean so definitely yeah you're, you're doing good work so um, I'm going to I'm going to have an executive producer call right now and I'm going to table the originally planned IMO segment for next week or for later this week, because I, I think uh, we've, we've talked about something really important and very serious. And actually, Jeff, just I think we'll do an IMO segment because I want I do want to get your advice just okay. to, to top off what we talked about. Um, okay. How how can I don't know how to phrase this. 
Well, one of the questions I want to talk to you about later, this is like after things have settled down a little bit, because for me, a serious uh, question and concern and issue that comes up in light of all this is I do want to talk about climate change. I do want to talk about this is a serious thing. And for me, I don't care if I come off as a flaming liberal. This is my podcast. I'm just speak my mind. But like, (laughs) you know, these are happening more intensely and more frequently. Um that's just science right and like i know people Mm -hmm. have issue with that but i don't want to disrespect the seriousness of what's happening right now and i don't i want to be respectful of giving space and time but that's something that's on my mind in light of that but like Mm -hmm. what would your advice be for how to just deal with like different people are going to deal with uh deal with different crisis crises Mm -hmm. what's your advice on um in general, for how, how outsiders can be sensitive to that or just like address that with people? How, how can they actually help? Oh, so you mean just uh, people that see, I guess, a crisis happening somewhere else? That's Yeah, um, yeah, in general. Okay. How would you um, I, I would say, you know, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, read up on it, research on it. And, um, you know, if, if anything... Uh, I guess kind of it's a weird recognition, but uh, if you're on Twitter, I would look at the hashtag, you know, and this is like, you know, first person point of view of like what's going on too. Like that was one thing I looked at a lot during Harvey. I would look at the, the hashtag and see what was going on with people. Some people were like uh, using Twitter and stuff like that to ask for help too. And they got help uh, because of it and everything. And that was a crazy thing to see too. Like people were like, like, help me. I need rescue. This is my address. And people were retweeting it. And then, um, you know, the right people were actually seeing it. Like, um, Coast Guard would, you know, get the address from there and go get them because um, I guess they couldn't, you know, reach anybody else. And, yeah, it actually worked. So it was, it was pretty crazy seeing those tweets. And then, you know, you also see tweets of, like, you know, people just trying to make the best of it. Um, and then you see, like, uh, what is really going on, you know, in, during that, during that um, um, catastrophe because – we're in the age of like social media now and it's pretty crazy. Like, you know, a lot of people use it just, you know, for fun and stuff like that. But, you know, you also have the serious issues like, um, you know, uh, the government issues where like the mayor's office and uh, cities are actually using Twitter to inform the citizens. Mm-hmm. And that was actually a really good tool. Um, uh, just following what the city is like saying and like uh, letting you know, like, Hey, uh, we're issuing a mandatory evacuation order. Like, you know, some of those will come really quick. So it's like, you're like, you know, you need to get out now. It's, it's, we're presented like within the next two, three hours, you're going to be flooded. So, and that's how quick it, it can happen, you know? So I guess I would say just uh, staying, you know, on top of things and uh, yeah, it's, it's, and just seeing what I guess they're going through, whether on Twitter and social media, or just like lo- looking up articles uh, that the news is doing in that city, like to really get a picture of what's going on. And then, you, you know, I don't even think you'll need to know, um, be told how to act, you know, you'll react, you know, uh, just, just knowing that information and, you know, you, you'll react, uh, you know, um, properly, just, yeah. uh, especially with this one, you, you see all the destruction and all the, just the heartbreaking things, you know, uh, that the news is showing and stuff. But then, you know, on social media, you also have the people that are trying to, you know, make the best of it. So, and sometimes you need to do that too, because it's like, you know, in the darkest times, you need to have a sense of humor about some stuff. And that's what will help get you through it, you know? So for sure. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just educate yourself basically. 
And I think um, just being sensitive, because I've seen some, the, the reason why I mentioned the thing about the whole climate change thing is because there were a lot of people kind of jumped down that rabbit hole really quickly. And it's yeah. a sensitive time, you know what I mean? So like, I, I know yeah, that that's there's a thing. lot of Don't things. Ever, yeah, I saw, you're right. I, I did see like, you know, people posting like really dumb stuff like that, you know, just like, like, oh, you don't believe climate change is real, Texas? Well, look at you now, you know, so I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, yeah. I was so mad. Like, I see like, uh, you know, just really stupid, like, updates like that. I, I saw somebody actually post, like, oh, you know, look, y'all elected, you know, Trump, Texas, you know, and this is what happens to you. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, like, I was just so mad seeing those, you know, just dumbass people saying that kind of shit. It's like, are you serious right now? You know, people are dying, people are losing their homes, and you want to say stupid shit like that, you know? And, like, I, yeah, I just, you know, curse that person out, you know, online, yeah. stuff like that, you know, and then, it's just, yeah, it's it's kind of sad that, you know, there, there, there are people that are just stupid like that and just or just don't care, you know. But once again, you focus on the people that are actually, you know, you know, out there helping and do care, you know, and that's what you got to focus on. There's always going to be yeah. dumbasses. There's there's always going to be, you know, a couple people that just want to watch the world burn, stuff like that. And that's, that's just how it is, you know. So you just got to like you know, disregard them and, you know, that's, just- that's the sucky part because you guys are the ones experiencing it. And like, that's the thing I, I can, when I hear that, I don't feel like they don't care. I feel like they care more about what they care about, which is the climate change exactly. issues. So it's not like, so I, I, I don't want to defend that person, but it's just kind of from an observation point. Maybe they don't not care about what's happening, but the, like now that all these eyeballs are on you and this crisis, they are using that point, that moment to leverage something that they care about, which like, you know what I mean? If you're not, if you're not as considerate or sensitive to that, yeah, it is, it's, it's a very insensitive mood, but it's also yeah. like it, they're, they're, they're trying to like prove a point too, which honestly in the past, like I've done that. I own up to the fact like yeah. I, I, I haven't well, put myself in the, the other person's shoes where I'm like, well shit, I didn't just lose everything. Maybe that's not yeah. the right time to bring this up. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah. I mean, you can voice your concern and stuff, but you know, it's like the way people, you know, people the way doing, you do I guess, it. That I saw. Yeah. It's the way you do it. Some people were just straight, like straight up just blaming Texas, you know, it's like, are you kidding me? You know, like there's, there's also people here that, you know, um, feel the same way you do, you know, and they're victims. So, you know, it's like, yeah. like it's, you you can't blanket everybody like that. Like, and, and it was just, and I got really mad when, uh, that, uh, Charlie, uh, he, I forgot what the article, I mean, that newspaper in France was saying that, Oh, look, you know, there is a God like he drowned all the Nazis in Texas. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That is like the dumbest really, shit I've ever seen. That's really yeah. cruel. That's really cruel. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, are you serious? Yeah. Even from an outsider, like I'm not the one experiencing that, but again, my in my opinion, I would feel like be respectful. Like just there yeah. is a time and place to say everything you want to say. And there's a way to say, it. I personally think like you don't have to, I'm not telling people to like necessarily shut up, but like, if you're going to say it in a way that you're like, you're kind of like wiping out respect for humanity. The fact that there, you don't know who actually was involved in this whole scenario. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. in light of that crisis, like that's not even the appropriate time or place to say it, but just be sensitive, yeah. like think twice and imagine if it was you or your family or your friend that just went through this hellish ordeal. Um, if you want, yeah. there's people who have written very well, well-written thought pieces on like, okay, well now in the aftermath of Harvey, like what can we observe about climate change X, Y, Z again, but they do it in a much more 
yeah, that's fine. Like yeah, intelligent that's, way, that's you totally know what I'm fine. saying? But yeah, it's just it brings everybody down. So just like keep yeah. keep your keep keep your like very, that's a very cruel thing to say to people who just lost everything, went through hell, and are going through hell, and they're gonna keep going through that. Um, but cause that's, that's honestly just counterproductive is also like from a very logical exactly. standpoint, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, that's not gonna be well received from anybody. Even people who are on, who, exactly. who believe what you believe, they're gonna be like, the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, uh, they're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's some people have no sense. It's like, it's like, come on, you know, like it's, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, yeah sometimes you don't understand, you know, how some people think it's. But yeah. I think, uh, but, but coming back to the original conversation that we had before this segment, um, you know, it does seem like th- we want to keep light on the fact that there are people who are very generous and very uh, heroic in in big and small ways, and that there's, there's all this movement happening. So let's not get too distracted by the noise because exactly. all of that is just going to like diminish spirits that need, you know, we need all the positivity and the humor and lightheartedness and hope that we can because this is a long yeah. road. Um, and my heart goes out to you guys. I'm definitely gonna find my way to to donate um, and contribute, and you know, send my brother off to you guys so he can help on the <laughs> ground and and whatnot. Like seriously, I wish I could be there too. Maybe there's like, I don't know. I got a conference to plan, but I don't care. I could come for a few days. We'll see. Yeah. Stay at your house, Jeff. Whatever. Like we'll have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing that's cool, like I saw in the news, is like we have shelters turning away volunteers because there's too many and that's oh. amazing. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like I have friends that are like, Hey, where can I volunteer? I got turned away from two shelters because they don't need any more people. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, that's great. You know? So it's, it's seeing that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, restores your faith in humanity. Just, you know, people just, you know, want to, wanted to go out. I have a, you know, I have a friend that started a, a Facebook group and there's like, you know, started with like 18 people and now there's like over 1500 people in there just about like, you know, wow. who wants to, you know, help, you know, these victims re- rebuild their houses and stuff like that. And, and these friends, they've been going like every day to like different shelters and just doing stuff. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you know, really, you know, shows, you know, talks to their character about, you know, how much they're doing and even their own house is flooded and they're just finally starting to work on it now. Dang. Like it's, it's, yeah, I, I definitely like, those are the people that, you know, you want to be friends with, you know, like it's a, it's a time where people's character is really showing now. And I'm really proud of so many of my friends, like seeing what they're doing and I want to be out there too. And that's like what really kills me. <laughs> You, yeah, it's good. It's, you're you're yeah. out there with them in spirit, and now we have this podcast. You send it and be like, "Yo, you guys, I want to be there yeah. with you." And you know, I, I'm sure they feel your. Oh Yo, yeah, I'm gonna shout. Yeah, I want to shout them out. Like, uh, it's uh, Dareth and Julie. Like them, them too. Like every every few hours, I see an update of them. Like, hey, you know, we need somebody to help here, or we're out here. Helping. But I'm like, man, you know, that's that's the way to do it, man. That's amazing. Sure. Well, thank you. Yeah, Jeff. they have two kids too. Oh, Aww. sorry. No. Aww. Yeah, so they're like, we need to find babysitters so we can go volunteer. And then they brought their kids too, you know, to volunteer as well. They're like, yo, you know, our kids are here with us today, you know, and yeah, the kids are, you know, volunteering. It's, 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 yeah, they're great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep the hope alive and we're going to um, do our best to support from wherever we are. And because I got listeners all over the world, that's why I'm learning through my data and it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that, that, <laughs> That Houston has you holding down the fort 
and uh, <laughs> everybody from getting electrocuted. But um, I love you very much, and I, I'm, I hope everything keeps going well. You keep me posted. I'm going to keep following you, obviously, so I'll, I'll see what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Love you, too. Yeah, love to Houston, love to Texas, and, and, and Louisiana. There's other parts of the country that have been affected. So everybody, keep your eyes peeled um, and figure out your way to contribute and help out the cause. And that'll do it for episode nine of First of All. If you are compelled to become a patron on Patreon, uh, I am accepting patrons. I am creating separate <laughs> content specifically for my Patreon patrons and help this channel grow. You can follow First of All Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can uh, leave comments, shout out uh, questions, request for the IMO segments in the future. And you can also email firstofallpod at gmail.com. And yeah. That'll do it for episode nine. We'll see you guys again soon. And sending love and light to everybody. Keep the hope and faith alive. See you next time. Bye, guys. Houston Strong. Houston Strong. Bye, Jeff. Bye.